The former Justice Minister is facing criminal charges and has lost all her portfolios after allegedly crashing a work car while over the alcohol limit. A Hyundai Kona, an electric car available to ministers, collided with a parked ute on Evans Bay Parade last night, resulting in Kitty Allen being taken into custody. She's charged with careless use of motor vehicle, refusing to accompany a police officer, and has also been issued with an infringement notice for excess breath alcohol. Kitty Allen returned to work just last week after taking time off to address what the Prime Minister has described as mental health issues. Joining us now is Mental Health Foundation Chief Executive Sean Robinson. Kia ora, Sean. Kia ora, Lisa. Thank you for joining us. I mean, there's no doubt that this is a sensitive issue. So I'm just wondering, how are people supposed to view these criminal allegations in the context of what the Prime Minister is describing as um, Kitty Allen's mental health issues? Well, I think that uh, they need to be seen kind of uh, in balance. Um, so uh, people who are experiencing mental distress, um, whether that is in relation to some immediate life events um, and you know high-stress work, uh, which would appear to be the case for um, Kiri Allen, or if it's a long-term mental distress um, you know, uh, or mental illness, uh, such as I have with uh, bipolar disorder. Um, you know, we, we need to be still responsible for our actions. Uh, and, and I certainly, um, I hate it if anybody tries to sort of give me a, you know, a sort of go easy on me if I make a mistake in my uh, in my work and kind of go, oh, well, he's got bipolar disorder. I actually find that you know, very stigmatising. You know, I want to be treated as a person and judged on my work. Uh, and I think, you know, with politicians or anybody in the public eye, it's the same thing. Uh, you know, uh, Kitty Allen um, needs to be judged uh, and, and, and be accountable and be responsible for her actions. At the same time, we need to have compassion for people's mental distress. Um, I understand that uh, uh, she's been through a significant relationship breakup. Uh, I also, you know, appreciate that politicians, particularly cabinet ministers, are working under extreme stress, extreme long hours, and very much in the public gaze. And I think anybody. Uh, in a high-stress job who went through a relationship breakup would have a significant amount of mental distress, and we should all have compassion uh, for anybody who is in that situation. So, you know, I think I think it's both ends, and I don't think we kind of discount one on the basis of the other. So she shouldn't get an exemption from scrutiny because she is suffering from mental distress. But any scrutiny needs to be respectful and mindful of her mental distress. Absolutely. And, you know, I think the scrutiny also needs to be on what level of support was she receiving, uh, you know, to, to address her mental distress, as well as, you know, the the actions and decisions that, that she's taken. And... Uh, you know, these can be difficult and fine-tuned issues. I understand that she told the Prime Minister she was good to go to come back to work and uh, that last week she was very high-performing. So I think, you know, sometimes it's hard to judge if we are 
through the worst or, you know, if we are, uh, you know, in a position to continue to perform when we're experiencing something like a significant relationship breakup. So these are challenges that everybody faces. If you're a politician, you face it very much under the public gaze. But also that is what politicians sign up for. So the Prime Minister has said that there were services placed around Kitty Allen, including a proviso that she have counselling and continue counselling if she was to return to work, and that there was also a coach for her around work-related issues. And as you mentioned, that Kitty Allen had said she wanted to return to work. So who makes that decision? Because a lot of, well, shade is being placed on the Prime Minister about whether he let her come back to work too soon. Whose decision? Well, look, I think it's I think it's a very finely balanced situation, and and you know there isn't sort of again a sort of absolute right and wrong. Uh, I mean, often I think working is something that can be a very useful distraction from a person's mental distress. Uh, you know, it's not always true that being away from work is the best thing when you're trying to work through a a very difficult life challenge that's very upsetting. But then that can be a very finely balanced issue. Um, So, uh, you know, I don't think we should expect anybody to get it right 100% of the time. And again, while I do think it's, uh, you know, it's appropriate to hold uh, Kitty Allen uh, accountable for her actions, um, I also think we need to have a degree of um, regard for her performance uh, when it has been really good. And I, you know, this may, need not be the end of her political career, um, but she does need to be accountable for what has happened in, in this particular instance. Can you talk more about that, Sean, in terms of return? Because um, you have said she needs to be held accountable at the same time you say ministerial jobs are by their very nature incredibly stressful. Yeah, well, look, it, it, she's resigned from, from, her, um, from her roles. Um, uh, uh, you know, I'm thinking back to people like Ruth Dyson. Uh, there's also been, uh, uh, you know, politicians from, from other political parties who have publicly blotted their copybook uh, and, uh, you know, had to step down from roles and then been able to come back later on. Now, I think it will be very much a choice for uh, Kiri Allen uh, and for uh, anybody who is, you know, making those appointments as to uh, is she able to handle that stress. But again, I think it's very important that we don't look at times of mental distress or mental health challenges and go, well, once that's happened, you're broken and you're never able to do a stressful piece of work again. I mean, I live with bipolar disorder. I've been a chief executive five times. Um, and, you know, I'm a damn good chief executive, thank you very much, but I still have times when I'm grappling with my uh, depression, anxiety and, and symptoms of my bipolar. So it is absolutely possible to be high-functioning, to uh, uh, have a, um, you know, a positive outlook on life and, uh, you know, have a, 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 a be a positive contributor uh, in all aspects of your life and have times when you're struggling with your mental health and well-being. In fact, if we're all honest, 
almost everybody in New Zealand falls into that category because uh, the the evidence would show that well over 80% of us will experience a time of significant mental distress at some point in our lives. Now, if that meant we were all a write-off and could never do anything significant or meaningful or, or productive, then we'd be in a pretty sorry state. So, you know, I think have compassion for the situation that Kitty Allen is in, hold her accountable for her immediate actions, and then judge her on her abilities, you know, when the time is right. Sean, I really appreciate your thoughts on that. That's Sean Robinson, who is the CEO of the Mental Health Foundation.